Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. I'm in pretty much a great mood. I find that when I record these podcasts first thing in the morning when I wake up after a little brekkie and a little coffee, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling pumped. I'm feeling a little bit wired. I feel like the words will flow out. I feel like the vibes are excellent. Also, I might have talked about this in a previous episode. I can't remember because I pre-record these episodes, but I talked about how there hasn't been any sunlight and how the weather has been purely cloudy. And for the past two days, I would like to announce we've had slivers of sunlight peeking through the clouds right after a huge snowstorm, which is interesting too. So right now I'm looking out my window and we have some slivers of sunlight. And it was the same yesterday when I was shoveling the driveway. So I'm pretty excited about that. This is the only thing I have to do today. It's Friday in terms of work is what I'm saying. Um, Record this podcast and then I can start my weekend, have a good time. Hopefully we have some more sun throughout the weekend so I can enjoy that a little bit. It is still freezing, but honestly, at this point, I don't care. I really don't care how cold it is. I can wear a jacket. I just need some sunlight. I haven't been taking vitamin D supplements because I've been forgetting. So I personally just really need the sun to be shining for at least a couple more days because it's like rewiring my brain to be like just a tiny bit happier and you know what's kind of weird is that yesterday was the first day that I've seen sun in probably a month let's say like three weeks and I was thinking to myself I was just like I think the universe did this for me like I'm not kidding I actually think that they did it for me because I've been working really hard this week and I've been changing my habits One big thing that I've been doing is not working in my bed, although I am doing that right now, but it's different. It's different because I'm recording a podcast and it's better to be comfortable than to be like sitting at a desk to do that. But in terms of actually, you know, editing emails, you know, all of that type of stuff, I'm either sitting at a table, um, sitting at a desk in my room or, you know, going out to a coffee shop, library, whatever it is, because I've decided it's enough of editing on my bed. It's terrible. I get distracted really easily. It doesn't feel like I'm being productive because I'm literally just sitting in bed. It also takes away the idea that my bed is supposed to be a place to relax. And this has been like a goal of mine for so long, but like I always just find like comfort in staying in my bed. But at the same time, I realize as the day progressively goes on and it's like 5, 6 p.m. and it's like nighttime, I realized, shit, I've been in bed all day and it's a really debilitating feeling for me for some reason. So since I've been working not in my bed for the past week, which might you might think, oh, okay, that's kind of lame, Alex. It's only been a week. But it's done something to me, I swear. It's like changed my being and I feel like more tired at night, you know what I mean? Because I'm actually walking around, moving, going to different places during the day, um, getting better sleep, waking up earlier, feeling more energized. Hmm. 
could be placebo, but because of all of that, I felt like yesterday the like universe was rewarding me and being like, good job, Alex, here's some sunlight. Anyways, just had to mention that. Um, but today, today we're going to be talking about growth and the idea of growth and the idea of where growth comes from. Okay. This is an interesting topic because it's so broad in the sense that I feel like every single subject that I've talked about so far in this podcast has had something to do with growth, but I've never explicitly just spoken about growth itself. Okay, and you guys will understand as I go further into it and how it how it has to do with like this sense of self-awareness that I talk about a lot and also how it connects to pain and how important it is to experience negative things in life in order to grow and to change and to be a better version of yourself. So let's start from the top. What is growth to me? To me, I feel like growth is basically the idea of expanding yourself, maturing, and getting better from your current state that you are at right now. It means kind of evolving to another form of yourself. You're still the same person, but now you carry yourself in a different way because you have experienced certain things that allow you to change and develop, hopefully in a positive way, okay? I would say that growth is overall a positive experience, although you go through something that could be potentially negative in order to get to your final outcome, which would be that positive outcome. And at the same time, I also feel like growth is not something that you experience once in your life at all. I think that you will experience it over and over and over again. To me, at least from what I've experienced in my life, it feels like after a certain point of like getting into adulthood, I started to be a little bit more self-aware and a little bit more present And it could have been because I went through really tough and lower moments in order for me to become more self-aware. And then it's been somewhat of a cycle since then. Like, I feel like there's these growing stages where things are difficult. And then I reach kind of a higher stage of myself where a lot of reflecting happens and a lot of... um, kind of like reflecting on these lessons and reflecting on the things that I've learned. And then we go through maybe another hardship. We go through another growing experience. We go through more ways to change and learn and da-da-da-da, right? So it's not just physical change, right? Because growth, of course, um, you go through puberty, your body changes, you grow in that way. This is also, of course, growth. But in my opinion, a physical growth doesn't have as much of an impact as your mental, emotional, and spiritual growth. So that's kind of what I'm connecting it to more. Because obviously the statement growth is painful or growth can be painful um, can definitely have to do with physical growing pains, right? When you're going through puberty. I actually don't really know what growing pains are. Um, I don't know if girls go through that as much as men do. I've heard guys talk about growing pains because, you know, you hit puberty, you get really tall, 
Okay, sorry for this weird intermission. It's not really an intermission. I had to restart a new recording. I don't know what's going on with my recording thingy, but it literally just said like file blah blah blah. I don't know. So I had to go back and listen to it and see if it got cut off and it did as I was talking about growing pains and physical growing pains. But I think that's not the point of what we're talking about today, so it doesn't matter. Um, Sorry about that. I really got to figure out what's going on with this thing because if this continues to happen, uh, it's going to be really, really annoying. Anywho, we're jumping right back into it. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I want to talk about a time period in my life where I feel like I was a bit unconscious to the idea of growth and to the mature perspective of what it's like to just grow as a human being, right? I mean, I'm early in my 20s, so it makes sense that I had a time period before this in my teenage years, in my very, very early 20s, where, okay, I'm in my early 20s. I mean, in like literally like turning 20 years old, um, during during that time period where I don't have a lot of memory of myself being a person that would reflect or a person that would think about deeper things that have a lot to do with growth, okay? And it sounds weird, but I feel like everybody, unless I'm very... Uh, unique in this situation, but I feel like a lot of people have a time period of their lives when they're ignorant to things. And a lot of people say ignorance is bliss, um, which I do think is pretty much true for the most part, except once you get to a certain age, which I feel like I recognize a lot of people that kind of are still in their ignorant phase as like a young adult. Um, But I'm sure it happens at different time periods for everyone. But There was a time where I didn't care about a lot of things. I was really ignorant to the idea of like growing, doing better for myself, taking care of myself, learning, taking these lessons and changing as a person. Um, And I think that comes from the idea that I didn't learn enough. I didn't have any experiences to change and to adapt and grow and that's fair because I think that a lot of people maybe are ignorant to these things and or choose to kind of neglect the harder experiences or neglect any form of emotion um, that comes with negativity, right? Like any kind of negative emotion. So for me, it wasn't the case of neglecting or ignoring negativity in my life. It was more so the idea that I was just completely ignorant to kind of the hard and negative points that were going on in my life. To me, it was very, what I want to say is ego-driven, but I, you know, I'm not too knowledgeable on the ego itself. I feel like there's a lot of knowledge out there that I probably could learn more about it. But from what I understand about the ego, it's that you're very self-centered and kind of take everything personally rather than looking at it as looking at what happens to you as lessons or learning points and you look at it as everything happened to me, everything, you know, people are doing wrong to me um, in that sort of way. So I feel like in my early, not my early, I feel like in my, you know, 18, 19 timeframe of age was definitely when I would reflect 
in a very subtle way and be like, huh, my life hasn't changed much. And I would really dwell on that fact, which is interesting. I would be like, hmm, my life hasn't changed much. Nothing much has happened to me. Like, I don't feel very different. I don't feel like my life is any different. Um, and I would kind of hate that fact, which is weird. I would be like, I don't feel like a different person. I don't feel like I experienced much this year or I don't feel like I've experienced much in the past couple years of my life, blah, blah, blah. Um, when in reality, I wasn't really taking any of the experiences that I went through and changing from them. So it was more of a personal problem because you don't have to go through the most dramatic and craziest experience for you to learn and change. You can take subtle, you know, negative experiences that happen to you and reflect on them and really try to find a way to prevent those from happening in your future by moving differently in your life. For example, I had, I think, the most difficult situations that would happen to me during that time period of my life had a lot to do with my relationships and not romantic relationships. These would have to do with friendships and would have to do with family relationships, but there was a lot of me just being ignorant to these experiences and not thinking like, oh, you know what? I need to take something from this and move differently in my future so that these experiences don't continue happening to me. And nothing really bad happened, mind you. I would have arguments with friends. I would have arguments with family members, but there was nothing in my mind that would take these experiences and choose to learn from them. It would simply be, let me get, you know, let me figure this out and remove myself from the situation and then fix it so that I don't have to deal with it anymore, which again is what I think is a little bit self-centered and a selfish way of thinking because you just don't want to have to deal with the negativity. So that's why you want it to be over. Not so that you can find peace or learn from it whatsoever. So this is what I feel like a lot of people act like during certain points of their lives because, you know, I did that. So that's really all I'm going um, off of. But I do think that, you know, I've met people that act in this way as well and don't look at the bigger picture, but look at the moment where you're going through whatever negative experience it is. So a big turning point for me was when I started to go through really impactful low, low moments and low times in my life. And I've talked about this several times, but during COVID, like the beginning of COVID, I started to experience really, really, really bad anxiety, very crippling anxiety and very debilitating. It affected everything in my life. Um, I became a really really serious hypochondriac. Um, it was right during COVID and um, I was afraid of every single disease, every single sickness, illness, anything that could possibly happen to my health. I also developed severe attachments to the people around me because I felt like I wasn't capable of anything without the help of other people. And I also, because of like this repetitive cycle of nonstop anxiety in my day-to-day -day life, became really depressed from it because 
of course, when you're experiencing like a lot of struggles with your mental health, I feel like it becomes really draining, really taxing and very painful for you. Therefore, it leads you to some form of depression, some form of like low energy and being in a really low state of mind. So using this as an example, I think that sometimes the only time that growth can really be achieved is by experiencing these negative things and then using them as a way to learn and grow. A lot of people think that living in a world without pain would make us better, but I think that pain equals growth and we can't ignore or try and run away from these negative experiences just because we don't want to feel them in the moment. I think it's really important to remember in your mind and in your life that we are built off of negative experiences and we grow from these things. So it's not. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A matter of the less negative experiences, the better. It's a matter of how you take the negative experiences and choose to be different in your life. I don't think the bad shit that happens to us needs to define us in any way, but I do think that it's a matter of how you choose to move forward instead of what exactly happened to you. You know what I mean? So like I said, to me, pain equals growth. You need to experience pain to grow. I don't think positive experiences teach you as much as negative experiences do. So you might be wondering, how does pain equal growth? How does it lead to growth? Well, there's several ways that it does. And I'm going to tell you, I think first and foremost, pain forces you to choose. In painful situations, you are kind of left with two options. And I think that it's somewhat of a test to see how much you're willing to persevere over this challenge, to not give up, um, and you're left with options to leave the bad situation or to stay, to fight for more out of life or to stay living this half-ass life. You know, you're either choosing to be comfortable or uncomfortable. And I think that choosing the harder option nine times out of 10 is the right option because the only thing that's constant in your life is change. And you realize as more life situations approach you that you have the power to choose whatever the fuck you want to do. That's a great thing about life. Free will. You get to choose whatever you want to do. So when you're given these options of a harder option or an easier option that's more comfortable for you, chances are the harder option is going to lead you to more speed bumps. You might fail more. You might get lost. You might be more discouraged. Um, you might lose things or people in your life, but this is where growth comes from. 
this pain that you experience kind of forces you and pushes you to change something in your life and you're given that opportunity to choose which is a lesson within itself if you really think about it the ability to be able to choose things for yourself and to have control over what you want okay pain also allows you to change which I've said multiple times but because of the pain that you experience and because of whatever whatever's going on in your life let's say a heartbreak or a very difficult relationship is an example here and you've gotten to choose to stay or to leave right now after this choice you've made you're given the opportunity to change as a person as a whole pain kind of forces you to reflect on your choices and the decisions that you've made in your life for yourself and how you've affected other people so when you're experiencing this pain it's important to evaluate how you're feeling what choices you made where you went wrong you know what path you're choosing for yourself so that you know in the future what you need to do to be better okay also with your ability to change you have the option to do better in your future and have somewhat of a do-over whatever you're experiencing right in my example of a really negative relationship that you're getting out of when you come out of it and you reflect on your choices and everything that you did in that relationship you get to know moving forward what the fuck you want in the future you get to know what you what you don't like what you do like so you have this option to change as a person and change what you're looking for and change what you want so pain also makes us ask for help okay you may not take this as a good thing a lot of people i've noticed in life feel like negative experiences need to be dealt with alone because you don't want to give any of your negativity to other, any other person you don't want to let your negative experiences dwell on anybody else's mood because you don't feel like it's anybody else's responsibility but your own it's true your emotions the way that you feel your um emotional physical mental health it's not anybody else's responsibility but yours you're correct but the act of asking people for help or going to somebody for some kind of guidance some kind of you know lesson to learn from others is a very humbling experience and you actually gain humility from it you get to hear and learn perspectives from other people you get to hear different interpretations of a situation and a lot of times you're able to see something in a different light because everybody's brain works differently and everybody's perspectives of things are different based on their whole entire history and their past and how they grew up so learning from other people is probably the greatest superpower that we have as human beings because we're all so different and when you only focus on you know what you know and you think that you know everything and you think all the lessons you've learned have taught you everything in the world you're probably wrong because there's thousands of other experiences that you haven't been able to experience firsthand so other people have different insights and not saying their insights are better or worse or they're smarter or more intelligent they're just different and sometimes learning something different from someone is such an advantage to you that you wouldn't realize 
So there's a real strength in asking for help and gaining the knowledge that you one day could give to someone else and help someone else, okay? Now, from all of this, all of these things that pain, all these situations that pain puts you in, giving you a chance to choose, giving you a chance to change, and giving you a chance to ask for help, this is what I mean. This is the collective reason for why pain causes you to grow because sometimes you need to find yourself in a painful situation so you're forced to find a way out of it now taking my example again when I was really experiencing this low low emotion and really really shitty shitty time where I was just stuck in this cycle of anxiety and it was non-stop and I'm telling you guys it was like two years of my life where you know, it started off a lot worse, but the more that time passed, I was still experiencing such high levels of anxiety. Like, I I experience anxiety still to this day. Like, I'm still, like, waking up. I'm anxious as fuck. But the difference is that I don't let it control me. And at that time, I let it control me. I talk about all of this in great detail on my um, anxiety episode, which is the first episode I ever released on this podcast. So if you want to hear more about that, you can go and listen to that. But during that time frame, I was at the lowest that I've been thus far in my life. And it was a chance for me to decide at a certain point. It took a while, but it it was a chance for me to decide that I just needed to find a way out of it. And I was willing to do whatever it was to find a way out of it. And my biggest tool in that situation was to reflect what was I doing what was happening to me what relationships was I in that maybe could be causing this what situations was I putting myself in there's a huge element of perspective that you gain when you take a chance to be self-aware and you take a chance to reflect on who you are as a person and why maybe you keep ending up in the same situations why you keep feeling the same way why you keep repeating all these negative experiences in in your life maybe because there's a lesson there that you're just not learning and once you take that chance to actually experience that painful situation in depth because you're reflecting on it and you're thinking about it a lot and you're feeling all your emotions when that happens to you you're finally in a position where you're almost forced right because you've hit your lowest of lows so you're almost forced to find a way out of them and you'd be surprised I think us as human beings when we're forced in a corner and we're at our lowest spot is finally when you make a change and finally when you realize all right I'm sick of this shit I want to change I want to do something different and when real growth is experienced Okay, so luckily, the good part of all these negative experiences or these low points of your life is that because you've grown, you have this ability to find ways around obstacles in your future negative situations. And for the most part, you'll find yourself not being in the same experiences and not experiencing the same negative things because you've learned. It's an amazing thing us as human beings when we experience negative things we kind of hold on to them a tiny tiny bit because they're now lessons that we look back on and we realize okay I don't want to be in that negative situation again how do I move forward and make sure that I don't put myself in that same space and what do I need to do in my life so that I'm not in the same space 
in the future. Pain builds our knowledge and experiences and gives us tools for future success. So you have less ignorance, you go within, you figure things out about yourself, you investigate your feelings and the situations that you've been through, and then you're able to look at things differently. Your brain functions in a different way. Your feelings change about the world, about life, about relationships, about everything. And because of this pain, you're able to build experiences and with experiences and lessons, we are wiser, okay? The obstacles and shit that we go through today and things that hurt us and setbacks can serve you and even protect you in the future. And this is a big lesson learned throughout my life because it's something that when you're ignorant to these things, when you're not self-aware, when you don't take the time to look within yourself and how these negative situations have happened and how you've been a part of them, you don't progress in any way. You don't grow internally as a person. Maybe you're growing a couple inches as you get older, but you're not growing within yourself. So my lesson to you guys is to not run away from negative experiences. Don't be afraid of negative experiences and don't shy away from anything that brings you a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of pain, a little bit of stress, right? Because I so strongly believe that we don't change and we don't grow without these things. And it's an inevitable part of life to be put into shitty situations, to find ourselves in another heartbreak or to find ourselves losing a person in our lives or to find ourselves losing an important job that we really loved, right? But with these shitty experiences, with the hardships, with the heartbreak potentially, with the loss of something comes a lot of wisdom and we are driven to learn and to do better and with growth comes better things in your future and you can look forward to more beautiful things and more special things that you'll get to experience because now you know right you know that you're not going to go to that job and get that job with that shitty boss just because you want to make more money You're not going to go date somebody that doesn't meet your exact expectations and doesn't, you know, fulfill everything that you want in a person because you know that, you know, that person might hurt you in the future because you're not compatible. You're not going to go and make a friend with a person that's not willing to give you all their time the same way that you are. These are advantages for your future. Now you know this shit. Now you're not going to put yourself in the same situation. You've grown as a person. You know what you can do in the future to help you. And you know how you should act in these future situations to be the best person that you can. It's a beautiful thing, really. And I think that when you look at life in this way and you look at these painful experiences as lessons and as somewhat, somewhat of blessings, because I know sometimes there's just negative experiences that will just hurt, right? But a lot of the times, some of them can be twisted in a certain way to look at them as blessings of sorts that bring you different things in your future that just because you lost something doesn't mean that you won't gain something so much better in the future, okay? So pain equals growth. And, you know, let's look at it this way because it's a lot more of a nicer way to look at it. Am I right? It's a very positive way to look at things. It's definitely a mindset shift. Um, 
in a sense. And yeah, that's all I got for you guys. This was very quick. This was very speedy. I planned this episode out like really concisely because I wanted to make sure that like I actually talked about this with a good flow and good um good wording and such because it's a complicated one to kind of explain and it's 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 different it's a different one um this whole entire episode I've been itching my left eye and I really don't know what's wrong with it I think I might have touched my cat I'm like slightly allergic to my cats FYI to anyone that's wondering so when I touch my eye it gets like really really itchy and then I start sneezing and it's just not great but I don't know why I'm kind of tired um I feel like this was a really short episode so I'm kind of sad I don't want to go yet (laughs) um but I guess I have to because there's really nothing else to talk about um I do want to remind you guys that you can follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to so just in case you're not following like the Instagram or whatever which is at between you and me podcast you can just you know open up Spotify and you'll see that I've posted another episode or open up Apple Podcasts and see that I've post a new episode okay you can also rate the podcast on those platforms too um so it'll be a little higher in the charts (laughs) i'm just kidding i don't even think i'm on the charts but maybe we'll get on the charts one day could be exciting stuff huh um but yeah other than that i hope you guys enjoyed this i hope you guys gained a little bit from this a little bit perspective a little bit of knowledge I'm actually sad to go. I'm not joking. I wish I had more to talk about. Go DM me. Go DM me some more ideas. I have my episodes planned for the rest of the season, but when I find a better idea, I switch them. I switch my episode and I talk about something else. So if I get an idea from you guys that you want to hear about and it's like everybody's asking for it, I'm going to talk about that instead of my other ideas, okay? I hope you've enjoyed the season thus far. More exciting topics to come. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.